0: Coming to you live from the east side of Bakersfield, California, this is the STS Podcast, and I'm Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and this
1: is Shoot That Shit. Shoot That Shit, you get the shit.
0: Y'all. This is Ernie C., the Gap Chief Genius, and we're back with episode 12 of the STS Podcast. New listeners, welcome to the show. I hope you guys all subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, any way you can find us on the podcast. Uh, returning listeners, welcome back to the show, y'all. Can't believe we're on episode twelve already, man! This is going to be the twelfth episode of this journey that I decided to embark in a few months ago. This is the STS Podcast, and I am Ernie C, the Gavitov Genius. This is my podcast. Again, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, STS Podcast six six one. And y'all, I know you guys heard the instrumental. I know you guys. Um, it's going to be one of the topics, of course. Big shout out to Bushwick Bill, man. I want to get rest of peace, and we're gonna talk about him in a little bit today. We got a special episode for you guys today. I got a special guest, actually two special guests tonight. Um, Eddie Sanchez and Jason Glasby. Pro- professional boxer, pro boxing trainer. Really excited for you guys to tune in on this one. Um, got a couple announcements for y'all. Uh, we're just a quick recap for episode 11, y'all. Um, I wanted us to. Correct myself. You know, I'm not. I'm. If I fuck up, I will openly admit it. Said first Latino heavyweight champion. I was wrong. That belongs to John Reese. Andy the Story of Reese is actually the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. And I was really. Uh, I was corrected on that. A lot of people corrected me on that shit, and I deserve it. You know. So I'm not always perfect. I'm not always right. But. Um, Hey, great episode, y'all. You guys tuned in again. We're gaining listeners, y'all. We're, I don't know if they're listening twice. I don't care, but it's been really good, y'all. The STS shirts, I got a few more out. My guy Aaron cop some. A couple of my homeboys cop some. I got a couple of surprises for y'all, too, man. I'm going to have some beautiful, beautiful models. Hopefully, uh... They, they take these shots I need them to take because we're going to get these models' pictures up because the ladies, we're going to show some love to the ladies, y'all, and we're going to make sure we keep that pushing. Again, make sure you subscribe to the STS Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever the hell you can find the STS Podcast. You subscribe. You could leave a review. Um, social media, y'all. Make sure you guys follow us. Make sure you guys tell a friend. Um, I know... We got a lot going on in our lives. There's a lot of podcasts out there, but I really hope I bring something unique to the table. I hope I bring something that uh, you guys really will enjoy. Again, this is going to be brought to you by our sponsor, Precision Lawn and Landscaping and Centennial Carpeting. Uh, we're gonna do. We'll go over that in a little bit. You guys, rehear hear some promos again. Y'all, I'm really just trying to help out those who really rock with me, who really believe in what I'm doing. So it's really a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful feeling to be able to help my friends out, help the businesses out. My my boy Brandon, he got a lot. He got a few inquiries about his services, and I hope um, you guys keep. Uh, Keep contacting him, man. He's really good at what he does. He gets my yard looking right. With these sponsors, I'm not just saying it just to do it. I'm trying to really um, incorporate that in my daily life. So with this uh, landscaping, I got Bobo doing all my gardening needs. So, again, y'all, I really appreciate you guys following me on social media. It's been a really big week for my business. It's been a really big week for my friends' businesses. And we're really going to keep pushing that, y'all. Again, if you need an STS shirt, they're only $15, y'all. And this is going to be episode 12 of the STS podcast. But first, let the DLC tell you what you need to do.
1: Now do me a favor. favor. Let me in here.
0: Alright y'all, this is Lemmy here, saying again. We're here to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. And I want to start off y'all. Yeah, I know you guys heard um, Mind Playing Tricks on the instrumental by the Ghetto Boys. And we just lost a hip-hop legend yesterday, man. I'm sorry, not yesterday, a few days ago. I know it was falsely reported at first, but now we got confirmation, sadly, that the great Bushwick Bill... Um, if you guys follow my social media, you guys have seen his uh, his battle with leukemia. Um, and just, man, just that will he had just to keep providing for his family even after he was gone was something I really respected. Uh, I donated to... I didn't donate a lot. I'm not a fucking millionaire, you know, but I did donate to his cause. Uh Bush Bill, man, he's always been... Um, he's been one of my favorites, y'all. He's always been uh, somebody that could always... Uh, Depend on you guys, believe it or not, man. If you guys listen to the Foundation album, it's been, oh man, that album is so fucking crazy. It's an H-Town classic. I remember my guys in high school and I were fucking bumping this back in the day. They had so many hits, The Secret, The G-Code, Yes, Yes, Y'all, Declaration of War, The What. Um, Dirty Bitch, my um, guy Bushwick, man, Matt Frick of course, everybody knows, um, the verse, uh, this year Halloween fell on the weekend, me and ghetto boys are trick-or-treating, robbing little kids with bags, to it old man, we got behind the ass, so we speeded up the pace, took a look back, and he was right before our face, we got, we be in the squabble no doubt, so I smoke and hit the nigga in his mouth, he was going down, he figured, but this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the thing I be seeing them asleep. So we triple teamed on them, dropping them motherfucking bees on them. My guy Bushwick man, rest in peace, Bushwick man. I the foundation again, y'all. That was an album that was really a classic. Uh, the secret, um, those verses, man. The kind of molded me as a hip-hop fan. I wasn't, um, again, when we, we, we were coming up, we were listening to gangster rap in the West Coast. So when Scarface and Bush and Boogie Deep put this, this foundation, uh, the Decoration of War, the foundation album, really changed my ear, man. Really, um, it brought me to something I never was familiar with. I would never heard that H-Town sound. And it was a big deal. That was the last album they did together. Uh, I know they did a few shows recently, and, um, Ever so clear, still. Uh there's a bunch of Bushwood Bill verses that are hot, man. I can't deny. I wasn't he's not in my top twenty, probably not in my top fifty rappers, but you just respect um, you know, his story. He had one eye, uh, he was he was a midget, he was a of three foot eight. Uh he had the classic cover, um, I forgot what the hell it's the first song they called, We're not gonna be stopped or something out of that nature. It's the one that the um the Mind Playing Tricks on me I was on. He, you know, that was a real picture when you got his eye, you know. His eye <laughs> took his own fucking eye out, you know. Um, so, really, really good at Miss Bush with Bill, y'all. Really, uh, whole hip-hop really does him justice i hope hip-hop really remembers him as an mc as a storyteller as a unique character in hip-hop not just for the negative shit, not just for the breakups of the ghetto boys or you know the drama that comes with that shit. i really hope we remember him as a legend as someone who uh, brought that sound that h-town sound um and was a part of one of the greatest groups in hip-hop history i know that's how i'm always in mary bushwick and uh i'll never forget that yes yes y'all music video so bush and bill rest in peace my guy godspeed and i hope um your memory lives on forever another thing i really want to talk about today y'all um uh, it's been really big it's cool. a lot is going on right now with the dj business a lot's going on um in life in business uh, this weekend I had two great gigs. I had the farmers market on the east side. Remember to go to the farmers market on the east side. It's on Saturday, y'all, from nine to two p.m. It's right there at the Kaiser Permanente parking lot, across street from Sonic. On, um, I'm sorry, it's on um, by the by Target on the east side. I think it's called. Uh, oh yeah, it's Mar mall view road go check that out y'all we have a lot of um i know everybody really likes organic food local there's about 20 vendors out there all local vendors um you know take some time out of your saturday uh saturday morning and just walk around, and you're gonna hear EC DJ EC3 Spencer records, y'all. I'm really excited about this opportunity, this partnership. Um, shout out to my cousin Martin. We held it down on Saturday. A lot of people came out just to show me love, just take a flick with me, put it on the social media. That really means a lot, y'all. This really is a big, big look for me. This is a, this is an opportunity um, of a lifetime, in my opinion. I know it might not be a big deal to you, veteran DJs, but for someone like me who's coming up, it means a lot. It means that I could have exposure. I could have. um, I'm gonna. um, I'm gonna be respected and it's an honor to be I'm an east side boy so to play on the east side for a venue like this for um an event like this that happens every weekend it's a regular thing you always want these consistent gigs you always want the weekly gigs so this is something I really wanted to get I've been working at it it's been something that um I've been talking to my cousin about my cousin Martin hooked me up so so great and I appreciate my cousin a lot man thank you cousin for that um the Morenos had a a for their daughter Natalie this week I dropped The sample video for that. I try to drop as many videos as I can regarding my work and uh, you know the outings I have with the DJ. And man, it was a fucking awesome time, y'all. The dance floor was not empty. It was the only time it was empty for the, for the intermissions we had, for the cake, for the, you know, the speeches, for the first dance, for, their, for the surprise dances. It went really smooth, y'all. I reconnected with a family member I haven't seen in a long time. Um, it was really good. I, I was really proud of myself. I know sometimes people ask me if I get nervous. Fuck yeah, I get nervous before these events, man. Um, I always... Try to be positive, I think it's one of those things, if you think positive and you feel positive, positive shit's gonna happen. And um, I really, truly believe that if you keep um, that, you know, we're gonna keep that uh, good game plan. I really don't like to um, predetermine what I'm gonna play. I like to go out to fill the people. Um, and it's been really, it's been working swell, man. Uh, I really appreciate everybody booking me. I booked so I can't even count how many gigs we got booked this year, y'all. And I got something special for you guys. If you go to my my page, it's DJEC three six six one. Check out the new raffle I got going on, man. I'm gonna pick two winners. We almost got seventy people in this raffle, y'all. Let me repeat that. We almost got seventy people in this raffle. Uh, I want. I just need y'all to. To enter, it's real easy. You post this logo. It's the DJ EC3 logo. And you t- you follow and tag me. That's all you have to do is post it, follow, and tag me to get you in. And if you win, you're going to win a free DJ um, EC3 shirt and two hours of free service. That's a $200 value, y'all. And um, I promise I'm going to rock it. Your event will be memorable and affordable. And... I really am overwhelmed by the response that I've been receiving from people. I'm showing, So many people have shown me love. 70 people, y'all. I'm not bullshitting, y'all. 70 people have tuned in just to show some love to me and post my business. And it's 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 been awesome. It's been awesome. I'm grateful. And I know this is going to be something that I, I really continue to do. And I like to do raffles. It's not about the money, y'all. It's about the exposure, man. It's about people sold, people knowing that you provide a great business. You provide a great product, and you can never forget the people, man. Cause without the people, you're not gonna be able to fucking be. Be anything. I can't do anything without the people booking me. I can't do anything without these word of mouth recommendations. So always remember that, y'all. Be goody people. Give out hand. Um, I know some people are not in the financial um, position to do that. It's okay, y'all. Do something that's not going to put you in a hole. That's what I'm doing. Showing love to the people. Without the people, you're never going to make it, y'all. Your business is never going to grow. So that's what I'm doing. That's 70 people who shared my logo. Imagine how many followers that is That they've seen this shit Like oh man This person co-signed me I wonder what the fuck he' about. And follow my page Look up what I offer It's a wonderful thing y'all I think it's gonna be um it's something to be really proud of. I'm really um excited. The raffles will be this Friday. You guys still have a couple days to do this. I'm dropping this tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. So you guys will have about like, three more days to get into the raffle. And um I hope I hope you guys if you guys could all win that'd be great. But well, I'm picking two winners, y'all. So I hope you guys really um hope you guys really enjoy that. And I, um, another big announcement I wanted to make was I just partnered with my guy, Rob. You guys know Rob from the Off The Fly podcast. He has a photo booth, and it's magnificent. It's awesome. This guy does a great job. Um, him and his fiance do a fucking great job, y'all. You guys want to capture these moments, man, and they'll last a lifetime. You want pictures. You want you know customized pictures, props um a bargain deal y'all these our services they're not the most expensive but they are going to be the best value you get for this amount for this value you're going to get the best experience in the county in the city, I promise you that we're gonna partner up. Me and Rob have a package deal for any event. Um, you're gonna get the DJ and the photo booth packages. Make sure you guys go to uh, just the Just Snap It IG or the DJEC3661IG. Get some details for that. We'll be more than happy to rock your next event. No event too big, too small. And I promise you guys, like my guarantee is to provide memorable and affordable services. That's something I really, really, really want to continue to do y'all and uh before we get to our next topic i got a new sponsor let me share this with you guys and we'll we'll be right back on the sts podcast this week's episode of the sts podcast is brought to you by centeno's carpet i know some of us have that carpet that's been sitting there for years that tile in the kitchen that's not looking so great if you want to get the best bang for your buck Contact Centeno's Carpet, they'll change that carpet to some linoleum, tile. They specialize in carpet design, granite countertops, and they're license, y'all. License number 1110363. And if you contact Centeno's Carpet, ask for Centeno, they will give you a free estimate. There's no job too big or too small. Again, they're specializing in carpet, linoleum, tile, carpet design, and granite countertops. For the best bang for your buck, make sure you contact Zenthano's Carpet at 626-757-0071. Again, 626-757-0071. That's Zenthano's Carpet. Alright, y'all. Again, that's our our sponsor for this week's episode of the STS Podcast, Zenthano's Carpet. And I'm going to just get to our next topic. Um, You know, right now, uh, Summer League's in full effect at the North North. North High School is uh, hosting Summer League this year for all levels in the current high, dis- current high school district. This week uh, it was a big moment for me as a coach. I coached my first game by myself. It was, our first, it was a JV game. We lost by 13, y'all. I'm not going to lie. But it's one of those situations where you have to let everyone play. It was awesome. It was last minute. Uh, you know, all of the coaches, we all, you know, we – most of us work, most of us got something going on and you know, sometimes we can't get out of work, sometimes we uh we can't make the sacrifice that you know it comes with it sometimes. So I was that last minute replacement and man, uh, it was against BHS. I was not intimidated, I was a little um skeptical of my skills. I wanted I didn't know if I was gonna be able to uh get the guys to trust me, get the guys to really play hard for me, but I realized I was I broke the game down as simple as I can, as just playing simple ball, simple every making making every possession matter, making every position, um making every possession tough. Let's not make it easy for them. If we just put a body in front of them, we just make the smart passes. Um, let's remember not to turn over the ball, and let's. Um, Let's have fun. So, just, those, just explain the fundamentals of basketball. It was really easy for me. Um, at halftime, we were tied, and that's when I broke it to him. Yo, this is my first time coaching by myself. So, you guys are playing hard. Let's keep the energy up. And the players playing hard for me, man. They would have ran through a fucking wall. And the disappointing loss. But again, suddenly league. This shit doesn't matter. It's about making sure these guys know um, good habits, they know um, where they where they kind of fit in and where they need to improve at. So to see that, y'all, is really, um, that's really the gif of the whole summer league. Um, again, these games don't count. Um, nor should they. Uh, it's just getting reps and getting referees reps and referees need practice too. Letting p- uh, players know how it is to play, at, um, to play at JV speed. To get frost off players who are coming over from 8th grade to ninth grade. To get them used to the speed of the game. Our JV players going to varsity. Letting them know how it feels to play that big boy basketball. So I really appreciate Coach Drew and Coach Wes giving me the opportunity to be on the sidelines. going to be a real great year at the Hill, y'all. Um, we're going to bounce. We're ready to state championship. Champions, so we got the S on our chest. We got a lot of people. Um, when they come to play us, they're gonna. They're looking to play their best game. So I'm really excited for that, man. Again, I think the first thirty seconds of the game, I was fucking petrified. I was not. I felt like I was unworthy. I did not belong here. And, uh, man, I think I was wrong on that. I think I did a good job, and um, we're gonna continue that. We got we got some relief for the rest of the year. We got a tournament on the twenty second of June, and. Let's see what happens. I think we're going to be really, really um, competitive. And I want to make sure we can keep that competitive edge for all of our players. Um, the next topic I wanted to talk to you all today was regarding social media. I know a lot of us, man, um, they, social media gets a bad rap. But I want to just remind you all. Once you start using this social media thing as a tool, you guys have to remember this is gonna, this is the most interactive time in our existence, in our entire existence. Everything's at our fingertips. We can talk to somebody in another city, another state, another country within seconds. Y'all, we communicate with the world. And uh, it's a great tool. I know a lot of us... Um, Use it for cheese, man, a lot of shit talking, a lot of gossip, a lot of envy, a lot of um, jealousy. You know, I think this is the source of a lot of problems in relationships. That's something for another podcast, y'all. But I just want to remember, I want you guys to remember, um, and I'm not saying it's going to work for every business, but in a business that I'm doing, the DJ business, it's all about word of mouth. It's about your content. It's about what you put out there. Um, I just wanted to tell everybody who's um, thinking about pursuing any type of a... Uh, Social media based business or social media based campaign promotional business, do it, y'all. Make sure um I go by three rules: follow your heart, don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, and keep it fresh. If you follow those three guidelines, you will succeed in everything you do. Um, when it comes to promotion, um, or existing in social media, gain your following. Um, again, I know a lot of people would like to say you know social media is used to hide. Um, your flaws, or to, to create your own narrative, but in a, in a sense, isn't life like that? You let people know what you want to know. You're gonna share with people you, um, you're gonna share with people what you want to be shared. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion, y'all. There's something that just don't need to be said, or something that don't need to be shared in your life. Again, they could be a positive, or it could be a negative. We, you know, we all have a Facebook. We all see the people who complain and wish, um, and just want pity and like to fucking cause drama and call people out and think that's okay grown ass people, people who are um, older than me, just starting problem on Facebook, y'all. Let's well, not let's well, not use social media like that, man. Promise you guys, every gig I gets word of mouth. Social media provides that for me. And um, you, once you once you understand the tool at hand that you have. You will succeed. Once you start realizing that um, you follow your heart, you uh, don't give a fuck what others think, and you stay fresh. That means keep fresh material, keep content, um, you know, keep it as interactive as you can. Interact with the people that really support you. Again, you're nothing without the people who support you. This isn't, um, it's, it's a hard business, it's a hard life. It's... It's not meant for everybody. If you got the 8 to 5 grind, fuck yeah, props to you. Let's get that money. But if you're really on some independent stuff and you want to do a side hustle or you're thinking about doing a side hustle with a social media presence... Those are the three guidelines I recommend for everybody to practice and make sure you you remember why you're doing it. You're not doing it to impress others. You're not doing it to um, to satisfy others. You're doing it for you. You're doing what comes to the heart, and you're sharing the world what um you have to offer and what separates you from the pack. Anybody could play music, but it's how you treat people. It's about how you you um you present yourself how you present your name how you honor your name and i'm really big on that I'm about I'm about punctuality I'm about being there on time I'm about being there early yes ma'am no ma'am and being honest with your clients and um you know if something that works not doesn't, doesn't work out for me i will speak up and I want my client to do the same to me. Something's not working out for them, let me know. And that's the best way that you know, really, that's the best advice I could have for anybody. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I know it's something that we've learned since we were kids, but damn, it is the truth. And it's something that applies to us, even as adults in business. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Fair, honest, real. And um, I just wanted to tell you guys about social media, man. I know that shit gets a bad rap. I know... um Social media is sometimes the devil, and it can be, y'all, but it's about how you use it. How you use social media, and if you use it as a business or a side hustle, remember to always follow your heart, fuck what people say, and keep it fresh. And one thing we want to keep fresh now, y'all, is this podcast, we have a big interview coming out with um, Eddie Money Sanchez and his trainer, Jason Glaspie. And, y'all, this is something um, I love doing. I love trying to get as many guests as I can. I know in the beginning, I said it was going to be a guest-driven podcast. And um, I'm really looking forward to this. I just want to um, give you guys some information. Eddie uh, is, is one of my friends, y'all. He's not just someone I got on the podcast. He's a genuine friend. I met him through my father, Adrian. Me and Eddie um, are the ninos of both Adrian's sons. So it's really a family thing. This is his third professional fight, y'all. He, 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 this is his living. This is how he gets paid. This is what he does because of the love. Um, Jason, his trainer, has been with him for about 10 years now. Uh, he's going to be fighting at 132 pounds. This is some information we didn't get out there in the interview because, honestly, I forgot to ask it. Um, he is fined at 132 pounds. He's going to be fighting. at... In Los Angeles, uh, I'll post all his information up on the STS podcast, and uh, it's gonna be really fun, y'all. I think I made a, a video, a promotional video about how you know boxing is something. Isn't something you play? It's a lifestyle. It's a sacrifice. It's hard work, dedication. You're really giving your blood, sweat, and tears every day. Running miles, putting. Uh, putting rounds in sparring, putting um, hard work in the, in the gym, in the weight room, in the bag. This isn't something that anybody could do, especially pro fighters. You know, they depend. Um, everything depends on their performance. They um, they live to win. They need to win to advance in this profession. You have to be the, at your peak at all times. Um, this is going to be a four-round fight. And... Uh, this is something me we and you were talking about off the off the camera, and Jason. Also, it's so hard for these four round fights, y'all. You know? Sometimes you need four rounds just to fill your opponent out. Sometimes you need four rounds just to get you know their tendencies, what their um, what their habits are. Just to, and uh, when you only have four rounds, you have to start fast, start fast, start fast. And that, in my opinion, makes you more prone to mistakes. That makes you more prone to um being too aggressive and there is a so I, I and i think there is a, a thing as being too aggressive in boxing um especially when you're a fighter like eddie who likes to um pick his opponents apart who's really scientific with it you need that those rounds you need all the rounds you get to pick your opponent apart so um i think it's gonna be a a really good fight for Eddie i know every fight it feels like he, he's growing he's getting better i went in the gym when we did the interview, and uh, honestly, he looked like, he looked hungry, he looked like he he had that, um, the eye of the tiger, I guess that's a little bit cliche, but he had something in his eye, he was very focused, and I'm really, really um, excited for him, I wish my guy Eddie nothing but the best, this is going to be episode 12, this is going to be our special guest interview, y'all. Now, Eddie Money Sanchez and Jason Glaspie, they're from Tulare County. Uh, We did this live in Lemoore. I think I said, I don't know, I think I said Tulare or some shit, but it's in Lemoore at their gym, something that really, um, you know, they provide this for the community, y'all. This is a community center they provide their services at. They really care about the kids in their community, about the youth, the youth looks up to Eddie, the youth looks up to Jason. And in um, this interview, you could tell, they really um, they're about business. They're ready for this fight. Um, I know Eddie's opponent's been really talking a lot of shit and this you know, we want that. We want that mental edge to go to Eddie. Um, Eddie's not really a big uh, braggadocious guy. He's really humbled and uh, he fights for his family. He got a wife, two kids. and uh, he's hungry. He's ready. Um, before we get into the interview, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor going to be precision lawn and landscaping. Once this promo is over, y'all, we will start the interview with Eddie Money Sanchez. I hope you guys enjoy. This week's episode of the STS Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Precision Lawn and Landscaping, providing friendly, reliable, and local services. It's that time of the year, y'all. It's getting hot. I don't want to cut my grass. I don't know anything about changing my sprinkler heads, but I do know that Precision Lawn and Landscaping, they do provide weekly and bi-weekly services. They do fertilization, seeding, your flower bed, landscaping, one-time cleanups, irrigation, and they provide free estimates for all my gardening needs. I'm always going to Precision Lawn and Landscaping. Make sure you contact Brandon Yap at 661-364-7614 or at brandonyap54 at gmail.com. That's Y-A-P, Brandon Yap. Again, make sure you go to Precision Lawn and Landscaping. They make sure your vision and the quality of work is exactly how you want it. Exact and accurate. Bring precision to all your gardening needs. Right, off episode 12. I have Eddie Muddy Sanchez here and his trainer, Jason Gillespie, live in Lemoore. You just got done, wrapped up with a training session. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out. No,
2: I appreciate I... you coming yeah, out here, man. Definitely.
0: Hey, man, I know how important training camp is every minute, man. So, you guys taking a few minutes out of your time um, to join me is really, like, really for
1: honor, man. Uh, the champ looks ready. What do you say, Jason? The champ is ready. He's 100% <laughs> ready. Actually, we've been ready for about a few months now. And, you know, it's, it's been unfortunate we had to wait so long to get back out here to show the Central Valley what we all about and what we can do. But the time has came, and like my man said, the champ is ready. Champ looks, so, I know I walked good. in. My guy looks <laughs> Man, You look good
0: in your previous fights, but this yeah. one I just see in your eye, bro. You look like
2: – you just, got. We've had a, such a long training camp, man. We've been waiting and waiting for fights falling off, and then finally getting the opportunity. Uh, we just had so much training and in, in, into this training camp. So now we're ready to just blow it all out there.
0: That was actually the first question I want to ask you guys. How's how's this training camp going? How long has this training camp been? I know you said it's been
1: a little bit longer since you had a couple of canceled flights in between. How's it been going for you guys? You know, it's been going great. The, the sparring has been great. You know, the work has been get great. You know, my man's. Weight is right where it should be. I mean, um, you know, actually we, we've been training, I'd say a week after our last fight, you know, but we've actually had to take slowdowns so we wouldn't overtrain. But for the last, I'd say the six weeks, we've been at it hard. We're ready to go, the conditioning is phenomenal. We're just really ready to go out there and make a statement for the Central Valley. That's what we're here to do. Definitely eddie on your side training man how you uh are you incorporating
0: anything new in this fight any uh um, or will we, st- will we stick it to the plan
2: yeah it's been i mean you know it's like what they said the name bro don't fix i think uh, we've been uh, doing everything right we get uh, ready for every fight you know the right way nutrition is good you know my, my trainers Coach Jason Gillespie, he's always breaking down uh, the greatest uh, game plans for, for our opponents and uh, i've always trusted him since day one. Ten years later, we still we're still doing the same thing. But uh, uh, Eric Tanko, my strength conditioning coach, he's helped me put on muscle. He put on put on uh, strength, and then uh, my my wife, she's helped me out with my nutrition. So you know, uh, we just been putting that much more effort to it. But uh, everything's been pretty much the same, man. We put it in hard work, uh, long distance mile running. I mean, every every part of the training or uh, for this fight, we've been uh, getting ready for. It.
0: Definitely bro. I wanted to ask you said ten years you guys been you guys been together. Um that's so you guys have been together since your amateur years, now your professional years. That's rare in boxing, I guess you can say that they keep the same trainer. How is the partnership with you and Jason? Jason, that's the same question to you. How is this partnership? how did you guys start
1: this?
2: Well it's like we always we always bring it up. It's like uh it's like a marriage, man. You gotta you gotta we, I mean, sometimes I know what he's going to say. Like, we just, we, we know how to read our minds. has been such, such a, uh, he knows how I feel in the ring whenever I'm, I'm feeling, if I'm even feeling tired and sparring or something, he knows, like, well, hey, man, you know what? Let's bring it down, let's box it, let's not be so aggressive. You know, he knows me in and out, man. You have to know
1: your fighters. Yeah, you have he knows to know your fighters. So Are I you? trust
2: him with everything. So it's, 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 it's been a great, great, uh, and I don't see myself ever tra- changing, uh, trainers.
1: Definitely. Jason, how many years have been training, bro? Yeah, well, we've had a decade here with, with Eddie doing it, you know, um, over the on, on the landscape where everybody can see. Then I got about a good 15, 20 years of some underground stuff. We won't get too deep into that. <laughs> but you know man. what, you know, just learning, you know, um, back in the day, there wasn't really a whole lot of opportunities out here for the boxers. So, you know, me, some of my guys, we kind of just went around, you know, we sparred, we visited the gyms, we trained on our own. We did everything that we could until, you know, those opportunities came out here to this area. And actually, I was one of the people to introduce this opportunity out here. So it's, it's been a long road, you know, but we here and we're just ready to, you know, like we said earlier, go out, continue to make a statement. You know, uh, I believe in our amateur career we made a huge statement we took on some of the best fighters that the valley had to offer uh let me rephrase that some of the best fighters in the world and you know we always came out our 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 skills always showed our conditioning always showed and you know it's just been it's just been a great match and a great run that's barely getting going we got so much more for y'all so here we go
0: eddie this is gonna be your third pro fight bro can you share with people the sacrifices you have to make i know You know, you're telling me you're running. I see you on my snap balls. I'm always running between your lunch breaks. You have a regular job, of course. Um, what's the sacrifices that you've been making? This not just just last three fights, your whole boxing career.
2: It's just, you know, uh, the biggest and and most hardest uh, sacrifice I have to do is family time, man. Because I I rarely get some time. At least during the week, I have really no time with my family. I get maybe two hours, tops, if I get with my little boy and my wife. Uh, the weekends, I put in also miles. So it's like, you know, it's it's just being away from your family is the hardest, you know, sacrifice that I got to give up in boxing. Uh, other than that, man, you know, this is my job and this is my career. So Definitely. I, I as, as a professional boxer, I need a, everything else that comes with it. I know I know it, it comes with it, like they said.
0: Definitely. From your last bout, how much is that fueling for this one to get you prepared and ready?
2: Um, well, man, just uh, seeing that... Uh, Decisions might not go your way. It just made me push myself that much harder this time to not leave it in the hand of the judges. Not to say that I'm looking for the knockout, but you know if it comes, I will uh, take advantage of it. But um, I'm putting the extra miles. I'm putting the extra rounds. I'm putting the extra effort to make sure I get the victory June 15th.
0: Definitely, June fifteenth. Let's give a little dive into that. Where we, where, uh, who are you facing, June fifteenth? I heard that uh my guy was popping off
1: of his mouth yeah. earlier, so yeah. I know that's always fun. You know, <laughs> boxing a weird, it's a weird game, it's a weird sport. Yeah. Well, the guy's name is Eric Madrigon. I hope I didn't butcher his name too bad, but that's his name, Eric Madrigon. And we, yeah, I've seen him in a couple of videos. You know, he just sound real confident. We'll put it like that. Which he should be and uh, which he's going to have to be because, let me tell you, we confident. Not only are we confident, we are certain in what we're going to do, and we will deliver June 15th. That's going to be in Los Angeles, right?
2: Right, at uh, Pico Rivera, the Pico Rivera Arena.
0: Is this first time I'm fighting in L.A.?
2: Yeah, well, as a professional, yeah. But as work? an amateur? Uh, as a professional, man, it's just like, you know. I know that there's a lot of eyes out there, you know, there's like, you know, golden boy promotion and, you know, just all these uh, uh, big uh, people that can can see me and possibly give me an opportunity. I truly believe that this fight is going to open a lot of doors. So that's why I'm pushing that extra, you know, to make sure I get this victory and impress whoever's watching. So this is a big, big opportunity for all of us, I believe.
0: I'm excited, man. I know. Um, I guess I know I have the DJ gigs, bro. But I, every fight I, I try to see on film, man, you getting better and better, bro. Yeah. What, um, Eddie and Jason, what type of um, I guess style would you guys say you guys incorporate in your training camp and your in your fighting style? Um, I know, of course, we all have the Mexican style, but what what influences your your
1: boxing? Let me answer this yeah. one.
0: Oh <laughs> yes. yeah, being the trainer, let me answer yeah. this
1: one. Eddie Sanchez can do it all in the ring. From day one, I made sure that we didn't have a guy who could just come forward and we didn't have a guy that could just move. We made sure from day one that Eddie can come after you if you want to move. He can deal with aggression if aggression is brought to him. He can counter punch. He can box. He can bang. He can brawl. He can do it all. And we made sure that coming up through the amateurs because we had to see every type of style. So anytime you show up on any given night, you may have to make that adjustment because boxing is adjustments. And believe me, my man Eddie Sanchez can make adjustments, all around style boxer puncher. Man, and he's, bro, he's right. I think you do all that really well, man.
0: You've been, and with your influence, who, who would say your influences are in the boxing game? Just looking up, who do you learn from in the ring?
2: You know, uh, well, I've always, Coach Jason has always, always sent me, like, uh, old uh, fights from, like, Sugar Ray Robinson to Sugar Ray Leonard to Muhammad Ali to Joe Frazier. I mean, uh, all those guys have definitely been a, a, a part of making me, but, uh. A, Myself what really got me in the beginning was uh, Floyd Mayweather That's my idol from the beginning and uh, I idolized him I watched everything that he did so he's one of the definitely that I, I admire. I also like watching uh, uh, Canelo. Canelo I like his style as well. You know it's a, it's a boxer puncher. Uh, this little Machengo one of another, another of my favorite uh, boxers really technical so it's just I, I like a little bit of everybody Mike Tyson I mean it's just a little bit of everything man learning how to do shuffle your, your powers and all that. Uh, a, a little bit of everything, like Coach Jean said. Definitely.
0: And Jason, how, is it, how important is it to be a student of the game when you're training somebody? Training, anyone, not just Eddie, but just anyone. Because I see you, you do a lot. I'm, uh, I'm not saying just for the more, but uh, for everyone, man. You, I know you guys
1: brought this to the forefront, in Central Valley. How important is it to be a student of the game while you're teaching the art of boxing? I think that's where all the importance lies. I think I think there's not one single factor more important than being a student of this game. If you if you look back at, you know, great fighters, even like my uh, man, Eddie Money uh, mentioned Mike Tyson, another student of the game. If you look at the great fighters and the all time greats, they were all students of the game and generally to be a coach you need to be a student of this game because there's so much to learn. And even if you train for 80 years, it's always something new you can pick up. I mean, going back from Jack Johnson, coming up through Jack Dempsey to Rocky Marciano. And I mean, the list goes on and on. Archie Moore, Ezra Charles, there's just so many great fighters out there. And being a student of the game is a must. And I'm definitely a student of this game. Definitely.
0: With you, we're gonna. I'll ask the same question, as Jason. What made you want to box, bro? What, what kind of, what influenced you that say, I want to get in there. I want to make this my life.
2: You know, man. Uh, I think. Uh, I guess I, I. I would have to go deep into my life. So I think my whole life has been a, a battle and a fight, and I think uh, this sport is for those kind of people that have had that kind of life where you had to fight, you know, to to survive. And uh, um, growing up without my dad and. and uh, not being in my life made me that much more, like, you know, of a man and, and, and made me realize what, you know, life can, can give you, you know. So you had to, I had to work harder to get where I'm at today, and I, I think it's because of my, my, my past. Absolutely.
0: And with, the, with your past, bro, I know you, you know, uh, do you consider Jason a father figure? Absolutely, man. We, we one of your main have... father figures you have in your life?
2: Yeah, no, definitely, man. We've always uh, brought it up uh, from the beginning, man. or not from the beginning, but, I mean, uh after a few years that we we clicked, we clicked right from the first day, man. Me and Coach Jason and and like uh, he he stepped in when I was very young, so he always guided me in my you know personal life and in my boxing life. But uh, uh, he always gave me uh, advice and, and he was always there for me. He's, he's been always there for me, and I will always see him as my father definitely, uh,
0: figure.
1: Definitely, bro. Jason, what did you see in Eddie the first time you seen him box, man? You know when I seen Eddie, you know he had some neon things that caught my attention, like fast hands. Every coach is, is always drawn to somebody with fast hands. But it was after him being in his first amateur fight. Now this is, we can write this down, document this. Definitely. The first time Eddie Sanchez stepped into the ring to box, it was at the Golden Gloves. He fought his first fight in the Golden Gloves. Who does that? Yeah, Big right. ass, tall, six foot, uh, opponent come out you know because we were up yeah i'll it Ken i'll yeah i remember the name you know eddie comes out this little you know little thin kid you know uh in this shoulder roll type defense people telling me make him pick his hands up make him do this round two the big boy throws the right hand eddie rolls the shoulder comes back with the right hand puts his ass on the canvas first round, first round my bad <laughs> but that's 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 the history of Eddie Sanchez. This kid has always had challenges and looked for challenges since day one. And when I seen the heart, I remember vividly him telling me before the fight, Coach, I don't care what this guy does. I don't care what he looks like. I don't care what he brings to the game. I am not losing. And you know what? He did not lose.
0: Definitely, bro. I wanted to go. We don't. We don't. Go, we don't talk game plans before a fight. I know that. What's the um? What the philosophy? What would you say your philosophy is as a as a as a fighter and a trainer? Um,
1: what, yeah. What would be your philosophy? Your style, I guess. What do you? Yeah. You know, I I have to say, you know, being a fan of the great boxers of yesteryear, we'd have to go with hit and don't get hit. You know, <laughs> stick and move, stay clean, be pretty, or you know, whatever you want to call it, but. Our thing is smarts, you know what I mean? We're smart, but we ain't so smart that we can't get down and dirty and go to war when it's time. But smarts is always number one. Definitely. what do you think, Eddie?
2: Yeah, I agree, man. It's just uh, we got to be sharp, we got to be smart, and uh, uh, we have to uh, step them down, then we'll step them down, man. I mean, we're ready for everything, man. I put in all the work. I'm fully confident that I I prepared myself 100% for whatever – has to
0: be done that day. I'm gonna come out with the victory. Definitely, bro. So another thing I wanted to talk about: you guys' influence in the boxing game here in little more. How important is it to you guys? You know, I know we see kids around here. Um, you, you know, you coach kids. I'm sure during the week, uh, yeah. and I'm sure your yeah, influence they look up to. you How important is that to be a role model to the youth and just <laughs> saying, hey, if I could do it, you could do it if you put in the work.
2: Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's huge, man. I mean, uh. It's true what you say, man. I always get messages, you know, or uh, whenever I'm running, I see people always chant, yelling or something like that. So it feels good when, when they do that for me. So uh, And I feel like for the young, you know, kids growing, uh, coming up, they, they see that and they want to be like me and they, they see the kind of person I am. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know a humble guy. I just, you know, I'm a hard worker. So uh, uh, I try to set an example for them. And um, But, yeah, it's, it's very important.
0: Definitely. Jason, how important was you to bring Lemoore? Did you guys, were you uh, born in Lemoore? Yeah, I've been around here most of my,
1: I've been out here pretty much most of my life. It ain't nothing extensive enough to even talk about. Lemoore is home, we'll call it home. And Mm -hmm. we we actually started our first, first boxing club a little over a decade ago in Corcoran. Really small little building, you hit the bag and stuff fall out the roof on your head. (laughs) One of those kind of places, but you know what? That's where this story began. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. The, the, the beginnings are humble. And then also to, 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 to kind of point on about the, you know, with the community, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things, you know. It's, it's really gratifying to look and see young people starting the box and, you know, really looking up to this guy. There's a lot of young people out there who can credit Eddie Sanchez to the reason why they stepping in that ring. Or doing some of the things that they're doing right now, so it's huge, and we and we love it, and it's a it's a tre- tremendous blessing.
0: Definitely, man. You know what? And you know, I always say, uh, the sport of boxing—you never know what could happen. So, I want to totally besides us three, we're just about Reese beating Joshua, man. <laughs> well, let me check. That's the hottest topic in boxing right well, now. Well, I'll tell
1: you what—I I went, I rolled up on some of my Chicano homeboys before the fight. <laughs> they all hanging out under the tree, chilling. I go, do y'all know what's happening tonight? They didn't know. I told them. This guy, Andy Ruiz, he doesn't look like he might not pay the part, but trust me, watch this fight. And they did.
0: The rest is history,
1: yeah. yeah Dude, man. the bag at hands, bro. It's
0: I, egg, I, you know, I was talking about Stephen Smith calling him butterbean. This man's uh, no butterbean. Stephen no
1: Steven don't know boxing. He don't know the sport, no, right? Stephen should stick to what he knows best. Stick to basketball, and it's bro. it's not Sports. boxing. He was no. thirty-two and one at the point. Like, come yeah, on, Mike. You don't man, get thirty-two man. wins no, on. of luck. No, not at all. Yeah, but Definitely. yeah, great fight. Congratulations to Ruiz. Congratulations to uh, Manny Robles. To their whole team great fight and i have to say i knew something was gonna happen my man hey thank you brother thank you so much bro and with any mexican fighter how important is it to pay homage
0: to the mexican you know the roots that we have but this is really a mexican sport man yeah. it's something that um you know Mexicans. That every i think everybody uh thinks of a boxer um who has a lot of heart a mexican boxer has a lot of heart how, how important is it to pay homage to that and just stay with that culture of boxing
2: um, you know, uh, it's, it's important, man. I, I mean, I always, every time I, 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 come out, walk into the ring, I come out with my, uh, Mexican colors and, uh, uh, just, uh, I always, when I fight out there, they, they see that, that, that Mexican spirit of not, not giving up, whether, uh, it's a, it's an, uh, I take a hard shot, you know, I still stay in there and I, and I hold my ground and I, and I still come back fighting harder, man, but, um, you know, I I like to mix your, my, my, my Mexican style to also my, my boxing style, which is more, I guess, the American or yeah. style, yeah. you call it. Uh, so it's probably like the Olympic style, yeah. I guess. Style we, you know, we're, trying we're trying to try get points, yeah, so we're yeah, trying yeah. to them. Yeah, we, 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 we just try to mix it all up, but uh, but it's definitely uh, uh, important for me.
0: Definitely, bro. With the final of the 15th, man, what do you guys really hope to prove that night? Or do you guys have anything to prove? We said this is a, you no, know, this is the same old show. Shows this is going on. This is just part. This is one stop in the journey.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I think we definitely want to prove is to to everybody that's watching, to all these uh, uh, promoters and, and matchmakers, everybody that's that's looking out, that that kind of kept us out for so long. Is that we are somebody to invest in, man. We are somebody that that are capable of doing so much, man. But you know, you guys got to give me the opportunity. And I, on June 18th, that's what we're gonna comp- prove to everybody that we are that worthy.
0: Definitely, bro. Jason, how do you feel about that? What's what's in, what's um what's on the list that day? What, what do you have in your mind that day? Besides, mm-hmm. well, I guess the fight, of
1: course. You have everything. like you say, you can't go 10 minutes without thinking about the yeah. damn fight. <laughs> you know? True, very true. But it's it's a good thing. But I'll tell you, the main thing I wanna the main thing I want to let everybody know is on on the 15th is what I've been trying to let everybody know for a long time. Eddie Sanchez is the real deal. I mean, we've been in there with number one guys in the world, you know, we, we get visits. I'm not gonna call no names, but we get visits from people who get on that airplane and fly long flights to go fight all over the world. They come here because they, and they've told us, if you want good work out here, you got to come to us. And all I want to do is show everybody, like I've been trying to tell them for at least the last seven years, take a good look at this young man, Eddie Sanchez, invest in him because he deserves it and he will not let you down. This is the truth. Eddie Sanchez is the truth. That's what I want to show everybody on June 15th. There you go. And
0: Eddie, what, uh, just real fast before we wrap up, what will be your message to your fans uh, for June 15th, man?
2: Well, I just appreciate you guys just continuously supporting me, man. Like, if it wasn't for you guys, you know, I think, you know, you guys are the ones that, like they say, man, it's, it's the fans that, that make you, man. And I, I agree with that because, you know, after being inactive for, uh, you know, about seven months already, you know, everybody like as soon as I said I had a fight, everybody was still like, I'm going, I'm 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 supporting you. We're here back backing you up and everybody. Definitely, bro. So it's just it's motivation and and, uh, and I just wanna thank everybody. So that's a shout out to everybody in Corcoran, everybody in Lamore, everybody in Central Valley for supporting me, man. I appreciate it so much, man. And uh, we're gonna keep working, we're gonna keep grinding and uh, this is just the beginning, man. This is just the beginning.
1: Definitely, bro. How long has been last fight?
2: So that's what months. I
1: was going to say did you just say seven, seven months? months yeah that's too long see we can't have this is this is this is one of the biggest things this is one of the main reasons why we want to capitalize and put on such a good show on June 15th because we don't ever want to have to sit on the sideline for seven months seven you know? months is a long time yeah we, you know we had a few fights set but everything you know but that that is the boxing game you Definitely. know you can't control yeah. the fights how they happen and how they come but we know if we make a good impression on that night, chances are we'll be right back in action, and that's what we need, and that's what we're shooting for. What's that's the, where we belong. What's that's the right ideal wrong. amount of fights you want in a year?
2: Man, shot, if I can fight every other month or every, you know, every month, that would be great. But, you know, given that all these, uh, you know, it, it's not that easy to no, I'm gonna hold up a fights. number five, five yeah. fights. Oh,
1: five yeah, I would be. Yeah, I was Five, five two. I like five, that. Five I like two, that. Yeah. Real, I know. Eddie want to fight every other damn week, but I, <laughs> from his coach's perspective, I say five fights. That'd be good. We can do that every year. That'd be awesome. Seven months. Do you feel like
0: you have any ring rust, anything of that nature?
2: No, I mean, yo, know, we stayed ready. We stayed in the ring, man. Uh, uh, it's just like like we've been talking about. It. Every the fights were falling off. So we were every time we were preparing for a fight, then you know, be like, oh, it's not happening. I mean, I remember. Even talking about one time he we almost fighting at this uh, Safe Mart Center, so you know yeah. it, it kept on falling. Yeah, off I remember that, right?
1: bro. I remember.
0: Right. That. I mean,
2: so many fights fell off, man. And uh, so we've been in the gym, we've been working hard, we've been sparring, we've been getting quality rounds with people. So uh, we, we're sharp. There's there's no rust at all.
0: Definitely. And real fast, you know I tell people all the time. Reese took Reese fought two times in seven weeks. Man. And look at what it did for. People him. forget about that, man. Like that shit is not easy. Uh, no. I know, and I yeah. Eddie. I, once every eight weeks would be oh. ideal, bro. I would yeah. love that, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, gonna happen, bro. It's just gonna happen. I think it's, it's I happen. think it's really gonna happen, man. I know the work you put in, Eddie, and then, like, like you said, the sacrifices, like, and just yeah. you, like, on Snapchat, you and just, man, do you make me want to go get it? Yeah, like, let like cruising down here from Bakersfield is nothing. Just go. I appreciate To, to that, be man. here, and just put. And not, not expose it, but just show what the hell you're doing out here, man. Show what Shit. your passion is, what your love is. Because this is my love, you know. Just right. yeah. getting um these podcasts together, the DJ thing, you know, all the grind. Yeah. Like I love the grind. You're on yeah, your yeah. grind, bro. I, see, I think that's I why see. I think uh I love the grind, it applies to everything. Yes, sure. We're all on this grind, yeah. dude. Yeah. And I do appreciate you guys taking some time out, man. I know no it's strong, training man. camp or a no week problem. out. Yeah. And he look and the champs ready. Jason got me like he's not he, nah, I don't think he is ready. He's yeah. ready. Yeah. And Bro, I can't. I wish you nothing but luck on the 15th, that, man, man. And I hope you knock his ass out, bro. I know we're gonna get the dub, but and it comes, it comes. But I hope he knock his ass out, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you guys, we're man. Thank you for everything, man. Yeah, thank thank you for, for, for it all, trip, bro. Eddie
0: Money Sanchez, Jason, Coach Jason. Appreciate yeah, you guys so much, up, man. Up, bro? Live yeah.
1: to Larry' We're out for sure. Live in Lamore, <laughs> We're out. <laughs>